Today I'm going to be talking about libertarian Judaism's view on the Israeli rabbinate, and particularly its influence on conversion. The Israeli rabbinate is a fairly strange organism for those who haven't examined it. It's often in symbiosis with the Israeli government, and it even has a final say on some governmental issues. Whether or not you approve of religion so directly influencing politics, the Israeli rabbinate has massively overstepped by asserting for themselves the right to decide who is a Jew and who is not. Israel's rabbinate has declared itself to have an authority that has never existed in rabbinic Judaism. That's a really unthinkable kind of power grab. It would be one thing to usurp another entity for that power, but just declaring that a new power rests in your hands is ridiculous. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Mashiach hasn't come, so Israel's rabbis are rabbis like those of any other country. They have no unique authority, and letting them decide who is a Jew is an extremely dangerous precedent. This is true for all Jews, because it isn't as though we all have preserved family trees that we kept through pogroms. But it should be said that the most vulnerable people to the Israeli rabbinate's overreach are those with the most questionable cases with converts to Judaism taking the brunt of the impact. Converts to Judaism can hit a serious crisis if and when they try to make aliyah to Israel. While they might have been going about years of their life fully convinced of their Jewishness and living by halacha, that is worth nothing if the conversion process was not done exactly the way the Israeli rabbinate demands. The first very obvious issue with this is that the onus is somehow on the convert to understand the Jewish tradition. If they're taught by an authoritatively knowledgeable Jew that their conversion was indeed a conversion, how are we possibly holding the convert accountable for any possible failures? The second issue is with Orthodox conversion being considered the pinnacle of standards. Orthodox Judaism is a very new movement within the Jewish tradition. It isn't new to take the religion seriously, but orthodoxy was a response at a particular historical moment that certain European Jews made in response to the Enlightenment and industrialization. King David was not orthodox, nor were Rashi or Maimonides. These men were profoundly religious, but pretending that they were orthodox or anything resembling it is simply anachronistic. Orthodoxy would have no unique claim to Jewish tradition if the movements opposing it weren't so inadequate in their scholarship and seriousness. But we don't have to fall into this very modern paradigm of orthodoxy versus reform. That is a couple century old fight in a 3800 year old tradition. I'm much more concerned with historical standards before the orthodox innovated their own standards and declared them tradition. Certain aspects of orthodox conversion, like immersion in a mikvah, are unquestionably involved in conversion to Judaism, and rejecting them would be both incorrect and foolish. But making converts pay thousands of dollars for the privilege of coming to a rabbi for help is unacceptable. What the Orthodox get right is in the Talmud, and accessible to anyone. What the Orthodox get wrong should be dropped. What can be even sillier for converts is having converted through an Orthodox rabbi and joining a traditional community, only to find out that your conversion rabbi isn't approved by the Israeli rabbinate. While doing everything correctly that was within the convert's power, they're barred from becoming an Israeli citizen because of rabbinic bureaucracy, which is somehow a phrase that's actually usable these days. This happened in recent memory to a convert whose conversion rabbi was Haskell Luckstein, a prominent Orthodox rabbi in New York City. Haskell Luckstein also oversaw the conversion of Donald Trump's daughter Ivanka, 
which naturally made the case far more prominent. The Israeli rabbinate even made a fairly absurd statement after the incident, specifically including that they would make sure that Ivanka Trump's conversion would be valid by the adjusted parameters. This is obviously flawed reasoning. If Israel's rabbinate really took conversion so seriously, they would declare what a true conversion is without caring about the daughter of the most powerful man in the world. Conversion to Judaism has become a largely political issue, with very little actual theology supporting any side. The situation is made all the more absurd by the easy process many people from the former Soviet Union face when trying to move to Israel. Israel's law of return, which allows Jews from across the world to become citizens of the country, is what dictates all of their requirements to gain Israeli citizenship. It does not demand that the immigrants to Israel be practicing Jews, consider themselves Jewish, or be matrilineally Jewish. All that the law of return asks since 1970 has been if you have a Jewish grandparent, and this makes perfect sense. Israel was not founded to be a religious state, or even a particularly Jewish one. Israel was intended to be a safe haven for Jews, so that there would always be a country to which Jews could flee if there were pogroms or, God forbid, another holocaust. So, we weren't asserting Jewish legal definitions of who a Jew was. We were actually going by the definitions of Jewishness that radical anti-Semites had. If the Nazis would have killed you for being Jewish, Israel lets you in. You could be a Catholic priest with one Jewish grandparent and you'd be admitted. Many people from Russia and the Ukraine are immigrating to Israel while openly being Orthodox Christians or atheists with no ties to Judaism. And this is as it should be. If we didn't strive to protect all of these people, no matter what we might think about their status as Jews or Gentiles, we would be self-selecting for our own definitions by exposing these people to whatever anti-Semitic whims might sweep a country. And this begs a serious question. Since the threat of being killed for being Jewish is the standard for being allowed to become an Israeli citizen, why can't converts be treated like these non-Jews at the very least? By the standard of putting the Nazis in charge, does anyone actually think they'd be kind to converts to Judaism? I would guess they'd actually hate the convert more than the Jew by birth, because the convert actually chose to become a member of this hated people. Are we really expecting anti-Semites to be studying Talmud and commentaries just because we might go by them? As though there were Nazis discussing with rabbis about who should and shouldn't be sent to camps? This is a thoroughly ridiculous idea, and Israel must go by the standards of the people who would kill Jews instead of the standards of Jews. A convert, no matter the process they underwent, should and must be taken in by Israel and given at least the status of the non-Jewish immigrants with a Jewish grandparent. For all of these questionable cases, we also ignore that there's a truly unarguable practice in Judaism to accommodate such unknowns. Conversion out of doubt is a conversion done without the typical blessing that is done for people who think they're Jewish but are not entirely certain. For instance, if a Jew were to find out that his or her maternal grandmother was actually adopted into a Jewish family, that Jew would be a candidate for a conversion out of doubt. Maybe the Jewish family adopted a Jewish child, but it is also perfectly conceivable that the child wasn't Jewish. Rather than having the childish impulse that seems to be pervading the Jewish debate over conversion and essentially saying, sucks to suck, we have a perfectly accepted and traditional avenue to reassert the Jewishness of an individual. 
in the case of a conversion where the person correctly went about the steps with the proper witnesses or whatever components you might believe to be necessary, why would this person be put any lower than being in doubt Jewishly? Perhaps something wasn't done correctly, but I'm not sure why the status of a rabbi or the espoused denomination would change a ritual performed correctly. Conversion is an issue with plenty of aspects to be argued, but the rabbis who make up Israel's rabbinate are no more important than you or me in this discussion. Israel's a state like any other. Despite its location and population, Israel as a state cannot simply declare its rabbis to be supreme. They're seriously losing young Jews especially for exactly this reason. They want strict control over Judaism, be it at the Western Wall or in an American-based inn. The chief rabbis of Israel seem to have fallen into a delusion that they in Israel are to the Jews as the Pope in Rome is to the Catholics. They're not. And if you're interested in the ideas discussed here, find out more on our website, libertarianjudaism.com, or on our Patreon page at patreon.com libertarianjudaism. Thanks for listening. Bye.